My name is Wayne. Today we're going to be talking about menthol cigarettes. Do you smoke them? Do you not? Well, if you like them, you better buy some now because it looks like the FDA may be set to ban them. Hey, this is Robert, and have I got some news for you about House and Senate bills going through our Tennessee local government. Heavy fines for protesters and leniency for those that hit protesters with their car. And I'm Mike, and I'm going to close this out today on a good note. Fort Campbell may have some hope for that middle school that there was so much controversy about, but there's a catch today on Freethinkers, Episode 5. Welcome to the Freethinkers of Clarksville, Episode 5. Michael, can you remind us, what is a freethinker? A freethinker is somebody who takes an argument, no matter how they might seem, and evaluates it on their own merit, cuts out all the bias, their own bias, and the bias of who might be given the argument, and evaluates it just uh, for what it's worth. And, Robert, what do we mean when we say that we're the free thinkers of Clarksville? Well, we try to keep our content uh, sourced locally. So even if it's a large federal idea, state idea, local community, we're going to source all that comments uh from the threads in our local media productions clarksville now leave chronicle clarksville chat anything related so we're getting the voice of our local community gotcha so i found out that the u.s government through the fda is planning on banning menthol cigarettes along with all flavors of uh, cigars, uh, you will no longer, if these laws go, th- if, the, if these regulations go through, uh, by the end of this year, next year, uh, be able to purchase or manufacture menthol cigarettes uh, or any flavored cigars. Hmm. Um, this is uh, something that we had discussed. Uh, I'd seen on the Joe Padula show, uh, which I participated in, and found uh, some interesting comments in the comments section of the show. Uh, just to provide a little context here, uh, the aim is apparently to, uh, according to the, the FDA, to cut down on the health effects of cigarettes, particularly in minority communities. Found out that uh, apparently uh, 85% of menthol brand cigarettes are uh, uh smoked by black americans uh 47% hispanic 38% asian 29% white mm. uh, uh smokers choose menthol and in the comments while we were discussing that had uh one of our our, our listeners say uh quote i smoke menthol how about the government stay the hell out our choices ooh and uh yeah uh I assume, based on these numbers, we've got plenty of smokers still around in Clarksville. And uh, somebody saying, look, this is going to personally affect me. I smoke menthol cigarettes. Michael, commenter, mm-hmm. says the government needs to stay out of his business. He smokes menthols. What do you think of this comment? Well, I have to, uh, I think the commenter is taking it the wrong way. The government is trying to get everyone to stay out of their choices. If we look at it like this, any additives that we put in tobacco makes it more appealing, right? So the people who want to just smoke tobacco 
you have that population. Right. But then you have people that really like to take the taste of menthol, but they don't really want to smoke the tobacco. They just want that menthol. Okay. Or they want that chocolate strawberry cheesecake cigarette that they were having. I don't know what all the different flavors that right. people have. But <laughs> chocolate straw. I know they have chocolate. I don't know if they have strawberry. I think they might have strawberry so, c- cigars. So the thing is, if you just ask people, okay, do you want to take a plant, light it on fire, and pull the smoke into your lungs and release it? Uh-huh. I would say most people are going to say, no, nah, that doesn't sound very good. Now, okay. If you say, well, here is this mentholated strawberry cheesecake right. candy stick that you've put on fire, and it tastes so good going down, tastes even better when you breathe it back out. Okay. Those people, they don't want the tobacco, right? So they're being forced. They're being – the government saying, no, you're tricking those people oh. into smoking smoking your plant. So they're not making the choice there. So they, they are, the government is coming and protecting protecting people, the people from uh, this commenter might never have smoked cigarettes if they was or even if they had had there are you're saying there's a there's a, a section of people out there who smoke menthol cigarettes and started smoking perhaps even started smoking them because they were menthol then they might not otherwise have become smokers by banning this we all don't smoke you know weeds on the ground that we pick up light on fire and smoke if there's something that is different about those cigarettes and the government says if you want to just take the plant no additives light it up smoke it your prerogative they're not banning cigarettes at all they're not banning uh, cigars straight tobacco good to go they're just saying if you want that other kick you don't need to mix it with this. We're not going to let them sell their product to you just because you want those flavors. All right. Robert, what do you think of that? I think that Michael's wrong. Okay. I think um, I think it goes... Okay. We're obviously on a surge of freedoms within America that we haven't been on, right? We have functionally decided the war on drugs is a total failure right we need to get more people doing what they choose to do for themselves right legalizing marijuana we're legalizing um psychoactive mushrooms in certain parts of the of the american uh landscape in their cultures i don't see why we're now moving towards more stipulations on already legalized things and we can't focus on legalizing our already failed illegal products like what it seems like a step backwards perhaps i i would say to those to 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 those interested in this they're saying look cigarettes are bad for you and and i think pretty much everybody agrees cigarettes are bad for your health sure um they're ban- They're not banning cigarettes entirely, as Michael's pointed pointed out. Mm-hmm. They're not banning tobacco. They're just banning a particular particular thing here, a particular you know, flavor. Sure. Um, and leaving up. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, you like uh, light beer. Well, too bad. You could, you can't have light beer anymore. You could just have regular beer. That's well. That then then uh, uh, viewers, I want to let you know within our group, I've I've started to get away from the term slippery slope yeah. and started to use the word if you give a mouse a cookie. Okay, so if you give the government this cookie, uh-huh. then why wouldn't we? Why, I think the bigger question is: is why don't we have more flavors of tobacco for consumers if that's their choice? If they do have chocolate, raspberry, truffle cigarettes, and that's what you choose to buy, regardless of the additive, um, we should be able to. We need to stop letting the government 
control our substances and let people control their substances. No, that's Michael, that's that's absolutely wrong. But, we know why we don't have a wider variety of flavors is simply because people know that there's lines that you don't cross. Oh. So you don't take, you know, tricks or uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows, lace them with some sort of legalized drug, and then sell those. Because we know that that's crossing a line. Those are things that kids and people, they want to eat those, and they're not going to distinguish between the bad stuff and the good stuff. So we know there's lines that we don't cross. Everyone recognizes it. They probably don't have really really great flavors or they don't sell uh, weed milkshakes because they know that that's a line that we don't cross we recognize it as bad even before we we mm-hmm. do it right so they don't they don't do it because they don't want to get the government to come in and go you guys know that was bad so now that we have reason so they don't want to give the government that cookie so they can start taking it away so maybe you're right about the the government's going to take one thing and they were people we don't have those other flavors because people already knew that if they started doing that, the government would step in. But it's the same thing with the menthol and the other flavors. Those are those are just, you know, marketing. I want to push another aspect of this, which is brought out by the, the news articles and such, and, the, and the, the justification for this ban. Why ban menthol cigarettes and not simply ban all cigarettes if your goal is to help people's health? Uh, the justification they give is that 85% of black smokers um, choose to smoke menthols rather than unflavored cigarettes um i i haven't revealed and i actually don't know the race of the commenter that made that comment saying i smoke menthol stay out of my business um the do you what do you think of the the idea that this is targeted towards a particular race that that black smokers prefer these and therefore to protect not people in general but black people in particular and other minorities as pointed out uh we're going to protect them more by banning these this flavor well, if we recognize that advertisers have spent significant amount of time developing a desire for those flavors within those communities, the government is just saying we should have stepped in a while ago before it got as bad as it is, but it's better to act now than to never act, even though we should have acted earlier before your communities communities were inundated with this product. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we should, uh, we should have the government step in and... Um stop making brandy all right because black people in, intuitively more smoke a brand you know drink brandies but because it's they're, they're basing a law you know i don't want to be flippant about this but they're basing a law off of a regulation off of a racial stereotype which apparently is true according to their statistics um but this is you're right you could you could, you could easily be and i think some folks are offended by this it's like say well we want to reduce obesity in the black community so we're going to ban grape soda right mm-hmm. that would be you know because all of the black people that's what they drink um why not ban sodas altogether, right and help everybody this is this is targeted by their you know their own efforts here and it, it's a little unnerving uh, to mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. including this particular commenter i think so why are you targeting me okay well well uh, let us know in the comments what you think. If you smoke menthols, if you don't smoke them, um, if you think that the government ought to ban all cigarettes, or let us flavor our cigarettes with whatever flavors we want. This chocolate strawberry cheesecake cigarette sounds like something. I mean, if I had to have a cigarette, I guess I would I'd never that. Never smoke. Don't know that I would ever want to smoke. But someone said, "Here, try this chocolate yeah strawberry cheesecake." Let cigarette. us know what flavors. I'd give would, it a shot. Let us know what flavors would tempt you in the comments. Okay, audience, I've got quite a 
quite a topic for you today. There's House Bill 513 and Senate Bill 843 coming into our state legislators, right? Now, what these bills do is kind of in response to the last, I would say, year, two years we've had. A lot of protests, depending on what they are, what the topics were. But Tennessee says it's had enough of people blocking the roads for these protests, okay? Republican-led bills in both legislators, the House and the Senate, are coming up hard, hard punishments for people who block and obstruct traffic because of their protesters. Okay. Felony charges, high fines. There's an additional ad in there that if protesters in the presence of blocking or even in protest at all, commit a crime, there's no more misdemeanor charges. You're a, you get a felony charge. So participating in a riot um, is, is a felony. Any action of, of property damage, physical uh, damage towards another person is a misdemeanor. Because I know right now, uh, just participating in a riot is a misdemeanor, promoting a riot there is, we go. is a felony. So Okay. So there's a little, little nuanced caveat in this bill also that gives a normal citizen that becomes blocked by someone, you know, taking over the thoroughfare, mm -hmm. the, the street, as long as they try at all their best, now this brings up a whole host of topics, as long as they try their best not to purposefully hit somebody with their car, uh -huh. if they end up hitting them, immunity from the law, okay? That's what the bills are trying to pass through. So, in reading through the Leaf Chronicle on the Facebook page, we found a uh, comment. Okay. The most relevant. And here's the comment. Only the right has killed people with their cars. When we're talking about the right-leaning political groups, right? This applies only to them. The right blocks streets also, but the left is not a murderous bunch and doesn't condone murder by car as in Charlottesville. We're all familiar with Charlottesville. This makes blocking a street punishable by death by any righty, right-leaning person, just okay. clarifying, who feels like it. It's open season on BLM, Black Lives Matter, with your car, righties. Wayne. Yeah. How are you going to take that comment? Well, let me think about this here. You say that uh, the, the, the law will say that if you accidentally hit someone who is blocking the road, for the purpose of a protest or uh, a riot, I suppose. Uh, if you accidentally hit them, that you're not going to be liable for anything. I think that's already the case, right? If you accidentally hit somebody, well, it's an accident. I think it opens it up a little bit more. It's not even accidentally. If they are blocking your free travel mm -hmm. and you continue to push the gas, you know, and you're not, if I don't. I think it gives you immunity as long as you're not veering towards them. Right. It's not on purpose. But it's an it, accident. I've read the my, law. Yeah. If this is my right of way and you you're are exercising, in front of it. I'm exercising due care. Protester jumps out in front of me with a sign that says, save the whales. Splat. Splat. Okay. I'm not going to be held liable because I shouldn't have a duty to look out for people blocking a highway. All right. This commenter says, look, uh, only people of a right-wing persuasion have ever hit people with their cars during protests. I don't know that that's true, but let's assume that that's what they think, because why would they write it if they didn't? All right. I'll take the side of the commenter here. Okay. 
He's saying, look, this you know is in response to the incident you mentioned, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Where's that at? Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Charlottesville, I know there was a story where during a protest, somebody hit somebody with a car. And I've seen a few other stories like that. And they're suggesting that this will embolden people to uh, – and he says – he says that the right uh, right wing people in their protests occasionally block highways too, but that the left never injures them with their cars. Let's, let's take that true. Let's take that as true. Um, he's saying this will embolden people. Mm. I assume he says open season that somebody will purposefully hit a protester or protesters with their car, drive their car through a uh, you know a bunch of people demonstrating on a highway or something, and perhaps in bad faith claim, oh, I was trying to avoid them, but they were in the way uh, I, I can see that right because not a lot of people will take the time to go read the actual bills read the actual law uh, most people don't sit around uh, clicking through to read you know senate bills and such yeah i could absolutely see somebody you know seeing a headline that says it's okay to hit protesters with my car now and you'll be, and, and i won't be liable see a bunch of protesters in the road just i'm gonna cruise on through and if somebody jumps in my way, hey, ain't my fault. I, I can absolutely see where the, what the commenter's worried about. Mike. I think that this is a little bit of fear-mongering. All right? I, would, I believe the commenter is trying to set up an idea that if people peacefully protest, that they're going to be at risk uh, of being hit from people that are taking this as, as open season. I don't, think that that's, I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think anybody will take it like that. Mm-hmm. If... What this law is trying to do is trying to make the roads safer for everyone. It is saying that we've already have established rules, the way people are supposed to behave on the rules, and we're just going to make sure that those are enforced and you don't have to take extra time to make sure that you're being extra careful on highways when things that you're already doing are good enough. So you're seeing it from the perspective of the protester who hears about this law and says, maybe I won't block a highway Mm. as a form of protest because there might be people out there driving cars and they're no longer going to be fearful that they'll be in trouble if they hit me. Exactly. So it's not that anyone is going to be aiming for protesters or taking uh, less care um, around protesters. It's just saying that they know that right now people come up to protesters they don't know what's going to happen they're they're scared they're going to just try and stay in their car they're going to stop it's going to slow down traffic it's going to be bad for everybody because if the driver doesn't know if they're protected the state is just coming in and saying listen as long as you're doing what we've told you before that you're already supposed to be doing as long as you keep doing that whatever happens you're going to be protected so there's not going to have that 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 safety gap so the the, sure. the protester is just going to be like eh, i'm not going to risk it so does does the comment though kind of lead to the idea that is it is it drawing a conclusion that right-leaning members of the community i mean i, th- I think it's pretty obvious that he is but are they more violent towards uh left-minded protests um i mean that he's made that that declarative statement he says that only only righties only uh, right-leaning have, have, political have, members would take this. Have used their cars sure. to hit people. Mm-hmm. I have no idea whether that's true. I suspect it's probably not. But in the in popular culture, you know, in in the news media, I've only ever seen news stories of left-wing protesters and rioters blocking highways. I've never seen a story saying a bunch of right-wingers blocked a highway, and yep. I've never seen a story where, you know. 
person plows through a crowd of Republicans, you know, riding on the streets. Sure. Well, if they're Republicans, if they're gathered and riding on the street, they're all probably armed too. So that is, uh, <laughs> if someone's trying to drive them down, they're not going to make it. Well, everyone, <laughs> please put your comments in. Let us know what you think about this House and Senate bill. This is pretty big news, and I think there's a lot to be discussed here. So, like a cool, crisp, refreshing puff on a menthol cigarette, I'm going to slow things down and talk about something nice and local and pleasant. Okay. All right. Last Friday, the Department of Defense released a statement that's good news for our Fort Campbell community. Money is going to become available for projects that have been on hold. Now, the problem is, the little catch is... Where do you think that money is coming from? Mm-mm-mm. It is going to be canceled projects on our border wall defenses. Oh. Uh, so as you can imagine, some commenters in our local area are not as happy about the idea of a brand new school as others are. Okay. Right? So, in particular, this individual... has this to say. So, we need to forget about having secure borders. I would be surprised if military people who understand military concepts would be excited about allowing our nation's border to remain unsecure for a temporary benefit. So let's talk about that. First of all, let's talk about if new schools are temporary benefits and if we think that securing our border is more important in ensuring our education of our local our local children. Robert? Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So the middle school, I think I, I remember this now. I remember that that the middle school wasn't gonna get built because the money got directed to the border wall. So now we're in the the reverse. The border wall construction is being canceled. That opened up the funds for the middle school. They did not go into detail about why that funding was being canceled at the border school border uh, border projects, but we can guess. Sure. Okay. So the commenter is saying that in that community, especially in the military community, that if they were to take it to a vote on their behalf, they would all forego the new middle school for a secured border. That seems to be the implication. Okay. So I would disagree with that commenter. Um, I think that that, even though there could be some push, that that is too large scale of a comment to make. That the middle school being constructed on Fort Campbell for those families, for their children, to alleviate overpacked schools, you know, even, I don't know what the current situation for education on Fort Campbell is, but if it's anything mirrored like in Clarksville, even having the remote learning, even having kids at home, people want to make sure that their kids aren't going to dilapidated old buildings. There was a need for it. It was pushed through a budget. Fort Campbell was picked for some reason, right? Whether it was infrastructure of the current building, growth of the population on Fort Campbell, there's a need for that, and that takes precedent. That should take precedent. That affects them locally. All right. Wayne, Robert thinks that the uh, commenter may be a little misguided, but I know that 
Can you see where the commenter is coming from? How he's building his argument that I'll take is- I'll take the position of the commenter. I'll tell you what what he may be th- he or she may be thinking based on what I know of these these stories. So my recollection is that uh, during the last uh, four years uh, they, were, they were working on uh, the border wall and border security, and that when Congress wouldn't pass the funding for it. Uh, they diverted some military funding towards uh, these projects, uh, handling uh, construction of the wall and border security. Uh, it sounds like that that this is being portrayed as we're taking away funding for border security, and that frees it back up to work on some of these projects, such as uh, either providing, I suppose, a new school or uh, renovating the school uh, for Fort Campbell. Uh, my impression is that this is a school for the children of uh, military folks on Fort Campbell to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone know whether it's a new school they're going to build or renovate a school? What's the the impression I got from the article that it it was new school to be built to, okay. in the plan? The funding got diverted. Now that funding is back, and it could gotcha. potentially be moving forward with that. I can see the the comment you're com- coming in it from this angle. You know, right now all appearances are that the border is in crisis we have seen in the media you know the pictures of children uh being housed in all kinds of different circumstances what we used to call cages uh what we now call rooms with uh you know wire walls things like that Uh, i've heard about uh you know there was some controversy i heard about where they were taking uh 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 people that were crossing the border illegally and housing them temporarily in hotels at great expense to the taxpayer, um, you know it's kind of catch twenty two for the government. If we put them in cages, we get criticized for being too hard on them. If we put them in hotels, we get criticized for you know putting them up in luxury. Um, but whatever's going on down there is a crisis. Sure, right? they've sent Kamala Harris down to to handle it. Um, I'm sure she's going to do a great job. I hope. Uh, but if they take funding away from handling that problem and put it toward you know will we say that we're in an education crisis here in on fort campbell are the children not getting the funding they need to be educated perhaps i haven't heard that uh and i assume this commenters thinking along those lines let's keep the money where the priorities are wayne i think you've i think you've um you're bundling things together i think yeah i think that this commenter is directly i think he the commenter is directly relating the idea that because his comment was that it was unsecured border. Mm-hmm. I don't think the if the money was being leveraged to build the middle school or help with the refugee population or the incoming like uh, immigrant population to get right. them into housing, that'd be one thing. But I think the commenter is saying that if the money is being taken from the wall construction right. to build this, then that is not what he thinks it should be done. Well, I take, I, th- I think, I think I'm taking the commenter that way. If we had a wall that would stop, re- you know, refugees come from coming from other countries and burdening our, our, you know, our, our systems down there. Okay. Um, then we could afford to, you know, build schools and things like that. Once we, you know, but and then that's what the. You know the whole idea behind securing the border was well i think we've i i you know it, it reminds me of a throwback to an episode that we had about the homelessness question mm-hmm. um in which i did defend that that and it does seem to be the it seems to hearken me back to that argument again yeah. immigration and border security 
pull so much oxygen out of the room and such a waste of money that we never take care of the things that we need to take care of here at home, which is school, infrastructure, buildings and codes, all these things that need to be done here. We just keep putting them off and putting them off until until we have a, a real crisis. We shouldn't be so reactive to our own demands here in our local communities because we keep being told that there's this crisis down here and funneling all that. Why, why money spend down. money on an infrastructure project to build a wall and border security facilities when we could be using that money to educate our children better here at home? I can understand that perspective. Okay. okay. So, uh, so it comes down to it. Um, is the educational needs of our kids here in, in Fort Campbell area and Clarksville more important than uh, the boost in security that we would all have by uh, sending that money back to help uh, construct the border wall? Let me know in the comments. Absolutely. You can either have, uh, what is it, a, a, a bird in a hand or two in the bush? Is that, the, <laughs> is that what it is? Like, I mean, do, build build the school now and see the gains from it or just keep throwing that money at something that could or could not ever be done, completed. Okay, good conversation today, fellas. I really appreciate it. Everyone out there in the comments, thank you for all of your input. Uh, keep that conversation going. We really enjoy everything that you've given us. If you want to give us some more, there's no doubt that tons of our local community have t a lot to comment about very important issues. If you want to draw our attention to them so that we don't have to scurry around in the in the threads of comments that we don't particularly know too much about make sure to use that hashtag you see on the screen hashtag ftoc that will allow us to guide right to what you think is important and who knows maybe it'll be on the show the next show and we keep the names and information about the comments that we pull for the show confidential but if it is your comment and you want to give us more feedback on it please feel free to go to the Free Thinkers of Clarksville Facebook page. Uh, drop us a comment. Send us a private message. Uh, you could even be featured as a guest on our show if you wanted. Uh, just send us a, uh, a message if you'd like to participate at any level. All right. For Wayne, Robert, I'm Mike. This is Episode 5 of the Free Thinkers of Clarksville. Catch you next time. <laughs>